May 25th. We turn our attention now to the New Testament. Today's reading takes place in the book of John, chapter 14, verses 15 through 31, where we see that Jesus glorifies the Father. He does it through His people as they do God's works and keep His commandments. Apart from the power of the Holy Spirit and prayer, we could never glorify God. Jesus and the Father dwell with us. That's good news, because He is Emmanuel, God with us. You know, it's one thing for us to go to heaven, and quite something else for heaven to come to us. There is a deeper fellowship with the Son and the Father for those who love Him and seek Him and obey Him. We experience His peace as we commune with the Father and the Son in love. Jesus is the way to the Father. He reveals the truth about the Father, and He shares the life of the Father with us. Why should our hearts be troubled? And as we read in John chapter 15 today, we read about His life. A branch is good for only one thing, bearing fruit. It may be weak in itself, but it has a living relationship with the vine and can be productive. To abide in Christ means to be in communion with Him so that our lives please Him. We know that we are abiding when the Father prunes us, cutting away the good so that we can produce the best. We glorify God with fruit, more fruit, and much fruit. We'll learn about His love as we read in John 15 today. Abiding depends on obeying, and obeying depends on loving. Love and joy go together and make it easy for us to obey His will. We should love Him, love His will, and love one another. And we'll learn about His name. We enjoy the love of Christ and of the brethren. But we also must endure the hatred of the world for His name's sake. The more we are like Christ, the more the world's system will oppose us. You can count on it. Depend on the Spirit's power, and you will be a fruitful, faithful Christian. And now, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. May 25th, John chapter 14, verses 15 through 31. If you love me, Jesus, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit, who leads into all truth. The world at large cannot receive him, because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you do, because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. In just a little while the world will not see me again, but you will. For I will live again, and you will too. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Those who obey my commandments are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them, and I will love them, and I will reveal myself to each one of them. Judas, not Judas Iscariot, but the other disciple with that name, said to him, Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not to the world at large? Jesus replied, All those who love me will do what I say, 
My Father will love them, and we will come to them and live with them. Anyone who doesn't love me will not do what I say. And remember, my words are not my own. This message is from the Father who sent me. I am telling you these things now while I am still with you. But when the Father sends the Counselor as my representative, and by the Counselor I mean the Holy Spirit, He will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I myself have told you. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives, so don't be troubled or afraid. Remember what I told you. I am going away, but I will come back to you again. If you really love me, you will be very happy for me, because now I can go to the Father, who is greater than I am. I have told you these things before they happen so that you will believe when they do happen. I don't have much more time to talk to you, because the Prince of this world approaches. He has no power over me, but I will do what the Father requires of me, so that the world will know that I love the Father. Come, let's be going. Brother Michael, so, you know, I, everybody knows that you, know, you got a great commitment to God and that you're all about making disciples of all nations. But I want them to to know the side of your, your, your personal life, what's going on with you and your daughter and, and how God is moving in that area. And yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. Like one thing I always hear is like brothers don't know who I am. What they see in me, Brother Antoine, is, you know, what I'm always speaking about, making disciples and being obedient to God. That's what they see and that's what they constantly hear. And that's who I am. That's who we should always, who we should all aspire to be as men of God, you know. And do I go through struggles? Do I go through trials and testings and adversity? Absolutely. You know, and one of the biggest was this trial with uh, getting my daughter, getting custody of my daughter, you know, and just really uh, coming to understand God's will and all of that. Like, I thought for the longest time, God wanted me to go to 614 and to be in the West Side, and I came, and God allowed that to happen. He allowed me to go to 614, He allowed me to experience that, and but that's not what He wanted for me, but He allowed me to go through it because that was something I wanted. It took me coming here and going through the testings that I went through to realize that that was me, that that wasn't God, if that makes any sense. And But I had brothers around it was almost like God was speaking to, through my brothers, you know, it was like, you know, as far as the leaders that were put over me, just everything was falling into place for me to go to Belfountain. I got the house in Belfountain and, you know, things were just lining up, but I had I had to come to 614 for that to happen. It was like the way that that happened was just, it's like God was holding on or just waiting for me to get in agreement with what he was doing. But, you know, but through all that, you know, and um, now my daughter is coming back to me. I'm, I'm getting ready to get custody over in July 3rd. I don't know how, but I'm getting ready to get uh, custody over. 
July 3rd, I go back to court and Lord's will she'll be here for good. Five years ago, I was just wanting to know where she was at. And looking back now, she's coming here to be with me for good. It's like I see God's hand orchestrating everything. You know, from when I was in the ministry, serving as coordinator, wanting to know where she was at, getting the visit, you know, just step by step. God slowly restoring all his timing. I wanted it to work here in Columbus, but he didn't want that. And he wanted me in Bell Fountain, and now I know why. You know, so accountability is huge. I got brothers that I talk to, that I confess things to. It's real out here. You know, I got mentors over me. Spiritual war doesn't end. Everything that was instilled in me in the refuge is being put to the test. Now, that was training ground, training for reigning. God calls us to reign out here as kings and make disciples of all nations. And he, he's trained us up for that those past 13 months to reign in life and to give God glory. It's all for his glory. It's a testimony. You know, I get emotional. I get frustrated. Offenses come, you know. The enemy just tries to steal everything that God is doing. But he's alive. He's a punk. He's defeated. And I got to remind him that every day you know so so like i said in the midst of all the testings you know just trying to stay focused on what god's called us to do and that's make disciples of all nations to give him glory but can't do without our brothers you know we can't do without our brothers around us reminding us of that and it's the relationships that we build in the refuge that are going to stand the testings you know like the fire it's like those relationships are not just while you're there they're for an eternity you know you need your brother so a word of encouragement if you have anything in your heart towards any of your brothers your leaders forgive confess to your brothers go to them ask them to forgive you and uh walk in unity with one another we're all one ministry your brothers walk in accord with one another grow with one another authority order function blessings submit to your authority Function in the order that God has ordained and you will reap the blessings and I am a living testimony of that of just how good God is and how much he loves us all. Love you in the Lord, love you brothers. There you go. Today we're reading Psalm 119 verses 33 through 48. If you want real values, get them from the Word of God. How tragic that so many people waste time, energy, and money on things that amount to little or nothing. The Hebrew word translated worthless things, as we shall see, means that which is nothing. It's vanity because it's false. The word was used of idols. What your heart covets, your eyes will see, and then you will make some wrong decisions. And this is what happened to Lot. We'll learn about freedom as we read today in Psalm 119. Freedom is another blessing God will give you if you love and obey His Word. His Word is truth, and the truth sets you free. Disobedience may seem like freedom, but it really is bondage. When you obey God's Word, you enjoy true freedom because His Word is the law of liberty. Law and liberty are not enemies. No, they're co-workers in your life in building character and bringing joy. Psalm 119, verses 33 through 48. Teach me, O Lord, to follow every one of your principles. Give me understanding, and I will obey your law. I will put it into practice with all my heart. 
Make me walk along the path of your commands, for that is where my happiness is found. Give me an eagerness for your decrees. Do not inflict me with love for money. Turn my eyes from worthless things, and give me life through your word. Reassure me of your promise, which is for those who honor you. Help me abandon my shameful ways. Your laws are all I want in life. I long to obey your commandments. Renew my life with your goodness. Lord, give to me your unfailing love, the salvation that you promised me. Then I will have an answer for those who taunt me, for I trust in your word. Do not snatch your word of truth from me, for my only hope is in your laws. I will keep on obeying your law forever and ever. I will walk in freedom, for I have devoted myself to your commandments. I will speak to kings about your decrees, and I will not be ashamed. How I delight in your commands, how I love them. I honor and love your commands. I meditate on your principles. Proverbs 15, verse 33. Fear of the Lord teaches a person to be wise. Humility precedes honor. Honor.